What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Sex is the life force energy that runs through us all. Can you use sexual energy for your spiritual evolution or perhaps for emotional healing? Is it even possible? Clinical sexologist Dr. Martha Tarley will explore all these and more on Eros Evolution on Home Times Radio. Hello, hello, and welcome to Eros Evolution or Eros Evolution. This is where sexuality and spirituality meets. My name is Martha. I'm a clinical sexologist with a doctorate in human sexuality. I'm based in Singapore. I started to go up to KL, Malaysia to see clients. And um, today uh, we're going to be talking about sex, spirit and creation. So we're going to be with Adele Lim and she's the founder of and lead catalyst at Whole Capacity. Uh, she's released uh, two books in a very short amount of time. The first one being Live Your Whole Capacity and the other being Love with Passion and Perspective. So she'll be sharing with us her take on sex, spirit and creation. Her wish is to create awareness of sexuality as a portal of creation and of the potential misuse during high conflict, separation and divorce in international families. So that's this convention that she's going to be talking about. Okay, in her books, uh, she talks about her personal and professional experiences and knowledge in the area of sexuality, spirituality, and family love for individuals to develop their own inner sense of guidance from a deep place of knowing and to create their desired future with greater intentionality. Wow. Okay, so a little bit more about guests. She's Malaysian-born, UK-based. Um, she's calling from London. Adele Lim describes herself as a catalyst with a background in finance and human resources, specializing in personal and organizational development. She works with individuals and multinational companies experiencing periods of massive change so that everyone can thrive and co-create and journey in their desired future together. So more about our guest later. Do check out her website, wholecapacity.com and facebook.com backslash wholecapacity. Welcome to the show. Hi, Martha. Thank you. Hello. Thanks for coming. It's my pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. So I've been doing this show like two years now and uh, usually I get sex experts and um you have a very different role. You come from the corporate sector and um, you wrote these two books. So tell us more about your books. What are they about? Um, so my first book was um, 
is Live Your Whole Capacity, which I think you mentioned at the introduction. And that book took me about seven years to write. And um, it basically, I felt a sense of completion of that book uh, as I worked to heal my own relationship with my sexuality. And uh, the second book, Love with Passion and Perspective, uh, I wrote within six months through divine flow, through um, you know, connecting with, with, with spirit and, and um, came to be out of my own uh, life experience of navigating through a uh, cross-border divorce and uh, coming across this thing called the hate convention so really, my my books um, uh, talk about how to basically live your 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 whole being um, by connecting all these portals of creation. Mm. So, mm. what is uh, live your so, yeah. whole capacity about? You mentioned it's about so, sexuality. Tell us more. Well, there there is a I dedicate a, a chapter to to sexuality under the part called Choiceful Creation. So live your whole capacity, I try to break down into the elements um, of identity, of nature, and of choiceful creation uh, as a way of, of providing a basic framework for us to uh, guide our own growth. Because all of us are different, um, and yet we rely on external uh, gurus and teachers and, and workshops, which all have their place. But at the end of the day, um, we have to, to also develop our own capacity to trust our inner guidance. And um, uh, in my journey in that, in that period, I was trying to, to understand actually what, um, what was the black box? What was it that kind of made everything click? And, and I, I kind of uh, developed this, this uh, uh, what I call elements of looking at the various aspects of who you are, which I term identity, and then looking at how these various aspects of who you are interact with the nature, uh, or interact with the other aspects of other people and your context, the environment that you're in. And this interaction is what I call the nature or the rhythm or whatever you want to, you, you can put a different name to, to it. But I call it nature because I think that there is a certain tune to that. And um, once we, we have, uh, uh, an awareness of, of how these things interplay, then what I found is that we develop a greater capacity to create from a, from a bigger space of self, from a bigger, a greater awareness. And I call that choiceful creation. So basically um, learning to, to create more choicefully, um, uh, not, not just consciously, consciously is one aspect of it, but really, you know, to, to, um, uh, be aware, be, be, even being aware of, of the choices that, that is available, the choices that get opened up um, by virtue of, of an understanding uh, through an embodiment of the various aspects of who you are and embracing every aspect of who you are and, and uh, allowing the third entity that comes up, which is your nature, in the room to guide the intelligence of, of what was happening and to then uh, enable you to create on a more uh, from a stronger position, from more loving space, from more open space. So that's kind of uh, how I, I, I bundled it together into the book, uh, Leap Your Whole Capacity. So really, a lot of us have, have um, potential that is unknown and untapped into um, purely because we, we might not necessarily be guided in a certain way uh, through our system, through our social conditioning, through our you know, uh, day-to-day busyness. 
Um, that, but, you know, if we start to, to take a, a step uh, into the moment, into who we really are, into all the different aspects of inquiry, and looking at uh, all the experiences that we have gathered in our journey, then we open up more and more portals of, you know, uh, creation. Mm. Mm. That's cool. I guess I'm um, still a bit, how uh, do you say, confused, like how exactly is the process? Uh, is there any, mm. like, um, maybe uh, suggestions you have for listeners on how they can get started? Mm. <laughs> Um, I would say, you know, um, I'd love to, to engage in dialogue. So if people, mm. uh, if, if I have anyone who's really interested to, you know, have a conversation with me about, about the elements in the book or to get a book and then, you know, to discuss the, the aspects of it with me, I'm more than happy to, to engage. Um, but really, I think that the, um, I get, I get asked a lot, like, why, um, how the, how, why is sexuality such an important aspect? Um, or not in the importance. Why, why is it even a part of a professional development book? Because I originally intended it to be, you know, written for the professional development uh, audience. Um, and and it is from my own experience that I discovered that, you know, why, how on earth can we, can I, as a human development expert, forget and miss out such a big integral part of, of, um, you know, how could I, could I, how could I miss out? Sexuality, when it is a core part of every human being, you know, it is the source of life. It is the source of creation. And can we truly and develop, you know, deeply develop creativity without ever looking into and including our sexuality? Because in my experience uh, as a human development, uh, you know, ex- uh, uh, person, a practitioner, for a long time, no one really talks about it. It is really taboo in in in, in social circles, and a lot of times in the office, it's not really talked about. Um, so my, 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 my discovery is that it is actually quite central. And my, my argument is that, you know, it, can we really truly create well if we don't have a healthy relationship with our sexuality? So um, in terms of people get, wanting to get started, I think that for me, it's the, it's the impulse or the, it's the impetus that comes up for every person is different. Um, and, you know, the... The return to to attending to what is calling um, within, and really tuning into what is calling within, that mm-hmm. um, that will guide you towards your next step and your next step and your next step. And the fact that why we we meet certain people and why we have certain conversations. For me, I come from a perspective of radical inclusion, <laughs> so I don't exclude everything, and I and I truly believe that everything has a thread in the whole process and the whole journey. Um, and, and we are here to discover all these aspects uh, of, of who we are uh, in order to, to, to grow, to evolve, um, uh, you know, to, be, to live the best life. We're here to be awesome. We're here to be, to be, you know, to live well, as well as we can be. Um, yeah, so in terms of yeah. guidance, uh, I always put, put it back to, to um, the people that I work with and to really come back to the moment of what are you really feeling now, right now? What is, what is it? What is triggering you? What, 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 what are you feeling? And, and when people come back to, to what they're really feeling, then more comes up and more comes up. Um, and often we try to not, not feel our way to things. We try to, to work it through um, 
uh, think it through. We try to, you know, um, uh, find ways to soothe feeling when actually all we really need is to, is to, is to sit with it and observe the energy move um, is one mm. way. Uh, explore it, discover it through conversations, through movement, through, um, you know, um, what I call dialogic processes. I, I These two books were really written... Uh, through and through with the inner dance process that I experienced myself and I'm also an inner dance facilitator um, uh, and uh, I mean there's much more that I can talk about and I think that the book it, it, it highlights okay great so yes uh, after this break let's talk about inner dance and uh, how that is Yeah. so we're with Adele Lin yeah, okay. and we're talking about being with yourself and letting the emotions come forth and guide you. Your conscious lifestyle on steroids. Om Times Radio. IOM FM. Host your show on IOM FM, the radio network of Om Times Media, one of the more recognized brand names in the conscious community, and is backed by the extensive marketing reach of Om Times. Hosting a show on IOM FM immediately connects you with our extensive, dedicated community. Hi, I'm Kelly Fox, host and astrologer of The Astrology Show. Each week, I'll give you access to the current transits, which are a valuable tool that provide astrological information to help unlock the potential each of us has. Understanding the stars can help steer us in the right direction to make better informed choices. So if you're wondering what's going to happen in your week ahead, be sure to tune in to The Astrology Show for guidance, Mondays at 9pm Eastern Time. Every two minutes, an American is sexually assaulted. The majority of victims know their attacker. It could be your friend, your neighbor, or someone you met at a party. If you said no, it's rape, and it's a crime. This is Christina Ricci with RAIN. Call the National Sexual Assault Hotline today at 1-800-656-HOPE or visit RAIN.org. That's R-A-I-N-N dot O-R-G. Brought to you by RAIN and this station. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, hello, and welcome to Arrow's Evolution. Or should I say welcome back? <laughs> so you're listening to Arrow's Evolution on the Omtans Radio Network. 
and you can share this show with your friends by going to the link omtimes.com forward slash mobile. With this link, you'll be able to listen to the show without needing to download any app. So we're with Adele Lin, the founder of and lead catalyst of Whole Capacity. And our today's show title is Sex, Spirit and Creation. Just before the break, she was talking about her two books. The first one being Live Your Whole Capacity and then other being Love with Passion and Perspective. So in the first book that she um, has, she uh, talks about this being meant for the organizations and how she includes a chapter on sexuality because this is an important aspect of us living fully and she could not not include that in her book. So a little bit more about Adele. She is in 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 her company, Whole Capacity, what they do is it's a global web of catalysts working with individuals and organizations to facilitate movement and innovation in change and growth. There's an emphasis on systemic approaches and leading from the core. Her works her work inspires and sustains change on multiple levels. She's also the creator of Loving Space. It's a project series in support of international families experiencing massive change and the leader of Passion Share Fest, a platform for women to share their journey towards doing what they're doing and showcase passion products and offers. So she speaks with us about the process of change, her role as a catalyst and her take on sex, spirit and creation and in her work to create spaces to inspire innovation, creative growth, and freedom. So, yes, Adele. So tell us, uh, just before break, you were talking about uh, inner dance and how you're a facilitator, and that is also one of the things that you teach and facilitate to support people to reach their full potential. So what is inner dance? Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, sorry. So, yeah, I, I was studying a sentence, and then I realized that the break was coming. Um I actually, it was part of the inner dance process that that uh, I uh, managed to complete the the books. I think that that was one of the things that I realized that as I started to to uh, work on my relationship with my own sexuality and worked on really uh, clearing up uh, unhealthy shame and unhealthy guilt, which I think the inner dance process uh, helped the energy to work through. And um, the circles and the and the and the community around that and the, the leader around that. Um, that was when I I uh, was able to I, I felt able to to birth the two the two projects. So the, so the two books. Um, the uh, mm, I discovered the inner dance process by chance through almost like an energetic awakening. I don't want to call it, I don't want to give it fancy names, but I do write about it in the book. I do tell the story about how um, I had uh, this um, breakthrough moment uh, on the plane and how when I came back, I was basically living with with um, uh, perpetual arousal for almost a week long and how strange that was for me and and et cetera. But in that, in, that pro, in that period, that was when I met the person who introduced me to the inner dance and uh, when I then found out that the, the founder was going to be in town, I just signed up and went for it. And from that point on, it was like a no-brainer that this was essentially what uh, I needed to work through my, the next stage. 
so um, uh, yeah. So yeah. So in terms okay, of okay, but what is the, the, in a dance? Well, I, it's it's for me. It was part of the process, part of the journey. So in a dance, I would call it as like an inner movement based on energy that flows within, and is a use use of uh, music to kind of um, get the body into a dreaming awake state. Um, but you know, for me, that was the tool that that got me to experience a lot of things that I would not have experienced and moved through certain blockages within my system that I would not have otherwise uh, worked through. And um, uh, it's almost like a a I don't like to use the word healing, <laughs> but it's it's the, the through the movement of this massive amount of energy through the body and through working with the energy in that way. In that, in that uh, helpful way to allow um, my my uh, uh, sitting with with unhealthy shame and allowing it to to show me what it needs to show me, I was able to to work through it. So in terms of facilitating it, I what I what we do is that we use we use music like I was saying earlier to put the put yeah. you in a in a in a position where you can be open to receiving receiving um, the energetic flow that comes. Through pure vibrations of nature, that's as much as I, that I can, you know, use to describe it. It's more of an experiential thing um, and a dreaming awake uh, state. But I worked really closely with the with the founder who wrote the foreword of my first book, and and uh, in the review of my first book was when the um, the idea for my second book came about as I was navigating kind of my my marriage, uh, um, uh, my relationship with my ex husband. And uh, in terms of you know both the, the the family love and the sexuality aspects and things like that, in the review of the first book, the second book came came to be, um, but it only finished when I decided to to leave my marriage. So basically, the, the I had a felt sense of completion when 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 I decided that that was the end of my marriage, and and uh, it was quite uh, uh, like a divine flow. Um, that I experienced, where there was no choice but to do it, and I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. If I resisted, I I just would would feel um, fear, anxiety, pain, and everything else. So I just had to let go and, and let it come. And essentially, this book was birthed out of that that uh, process as well. So the person who who then wrote the um, forward for my second book, Serena Olson, is the is the lady who now um, uh, perhaps I would say. Is looking after the whole in the dance process and and um, uh, work around around the, this area, uh, while the founder is on his second hermitage. So he went into into silent retreat now for two years. But yeah, so I'm I'm completely indebted to to the community and to the process. I personally do not facilitate in the dance as as a as a you know, as an experience, I, I do encourage people to experience it, but I also do privately if it is part of my catalyzed session, if it is required by the person, if it is desired by the person at all. Um, but what I tend to do is I, I work in co-creative partnership with, with, uh, with my clients, with my customers, whether it's corporate or individual. Um, I, it's, uh, you know, I work because we are all at, at different Different have different needs, different requirements, um, and so I work with with my clients' own framework, their own mapping processes, and their own ways of being, own ways of changing and growing, and, and their appetite for which areas of their lives that they want to they want to focus on, 
um, but I, I have tended to uh, work primarily in change. So um, people people who are going through significant periods of, of change uh, will come to me. Uh, people who, who want to talk about their sexuality and how it, they feel that, you know, it is stifling. And that's when I thought that, I feel that, okay, this person is on that path, on that, on that journey now where they know that it's because of this that is blocking them from taking them to the next level. So, um, so then we can work with that. So everyone come, has a different, different entry point. Um, and, and I think that my, for me, the books, my books is, is, is part of my offer as a catalyst. So as a catalyst, what I do is I coach, I consult with organizations. I, um, you know, I, I do a variety of things. But at the end of the day, what I, I want to say is that um, we are there not to be the expert, but we are there to, to kind of um, uh, create an environment that create a space of, that inspires the everyone actually uh, the, the the all the co-creators in that in that space uh, with innovating with with growing uh, from a very happy space that change can have uh, happen in more joyfully that we can have growth without necessarily um, the pain. So we often have associated that oh it's a painful journey uh, you know we will get growth we can't we can't go go you know get growth without pain and actually we can experience uh, some amount of discomfort and you know but overall from in a, in a, in the grand scheme of the entire change journey the entire change process for a big shift we can actually 80% of the time be in a very happy joyful place and inspiring people in the in the whole journey as well and that's the kind of thing that. Uh, that, that is what actually makes the difference, in my opinion, uh, between when, when we create from a place of, of angst, from a place of anxiety, from a place of anger, versus when we create from a place of, of love, from a place of care, from a place of like, recognizing that we're not, we not alone and that we have a purpose here and uh, uh, you know, in a more caring way, in a more systemic way. Um, and it's not about win, who wins and who loses. It's, uh, you know, there's no winner and there's no loser. Um, but to, to be able to, to do that, I personally feel that, that we, work, we, we need to work with catalysts um, because that of the whole systemic view. And I think that uh, if, if each of us in the room then start viewing each other as catalysts, the whole dynamic shifts as well because every person is a, is a creator of their own experience and a creator of their own reality. And if we step into that space, um, uh, the, the embodiment and the empowerment that comes from that uh, enable something very different to to come out. So that's where the innovation piece comes in, and um, people are often really really surprised uh, and inspired by that. So yeah, I hope I hope these answers. I know I'm I kind of like I answer questions in a bit like you know all over the place, Martha. <laughs> I recognize that, but uh, yeah, hopefully it gives a sense a, a broad sense of where I'm coming from. Mm, yeah, so like it leads to something else. So yeah, that's uh, useful to know um, the process uh, that you use also in your corporate work. And um, so you mentioned a few times catalyst. We have two minutes to break. So what what does a catalyst do? What does a catalyst do? Okay. So um, I would say you could call them facilitators of truth, perhaps, or catalysts. Um, they come in. They they can they do a variety of things, uh, but mainly yeah. they well they code, they consult, they everything else. But mainly what they do is they really um, 
um, create a space that can inspire innovation, uh, inspire growth, and inspire freedom. That's what catalysts do. So it, 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 they're not cons uh, project consultants that try to solve a problem, but what catalysts do is catalysts would try to to, to uh, bring the future in today and support um, the clients or the person who, who wants to work with the catalyst to bring their dreams today, into today, mm -hmm. you know? So the focus a lot is on the, um, the dream, the outcome, um, rather than trying to, to identify the root causes and trying to address the root causes, not so much a problem-solving approach yeah. um, to things. It's more a dream-focused um, solution. Sure. Uh, and it comes so from what about those people who don't, yeah. know, who don't know who they are and what they want? Then there's nothing to facilitate if they don't know, right? So we have a mm, break. Let's talk about this after the break. Yeah, it's a very the break. good question. Yes, yes. Free your mind with Ohm Times Radio, IOM FM. Ohm Times Magazine is one of the leading online content providers of positivity, wellness, and personal empowerment. A philanthropic organization, their net proceeds are funneled to support worldwide charity initiatives via Humanity Healing International. Through their commitment to creating community and providing conscious content, they aspire to uplift humanity on a global scale. Ohm Times co-creating a more conscious lifestyle. More than 24 million Americans have an autoimmune disorder, and that number continues to grow. I'm Sharon Saylor, and I'm one of those 24 million. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Put that number in perspective. Cancer affects about 9 million and heart disease up to 22 million. That's why I've brought together top experts and those thriving regardless of their diagnosis to bring you the latest, most up-to-date information. Join me, Sharon Saylor, Friday night, 7 p.m. Eastern for the Autoimmune Hour on Life Interrupted Radio to find out how to live your life uninterrupted. What's up? This is Brad and Mike from Lincoln Park for LifeBeat, the music industry fights AIDS. Listen up, times are tough and you get a lot of things thrown your way. If you're being pressured to have sex and you're not ready, then say no. If you're having sex, be smart and use protection. Respect yourself and protect yourself. For more information, call the National AIDS Hotline at 1-800-342-AIDS or log on to www.lifebeat.org.
hello and welcome to Arrow's Evolution. And um, we explore the link between sex and spirit on this show. And we're with Adele Lim. And just before the break, uh, she was talking about her work as a catalyst. And uh, my question to her was, how can you catalyze something if your client doesn't know what they want? So if they don't know what they want, then where do you go from there? Adele? Yeah, yes, yes. That's a really, really, really fascinating question that I love to talk about. Um, my premise is that the client knows. That's the premise that I begin from. And um, uh, my my role is to support the journey for the client to be able to stand in this in in the in the place that that they are actually um, vibrating in. in, in to their, how is it, their, their inner self, the inner core um, of who they are, they know. And uh, from that place, once we are in that state of being, then we can engage the thought process. But until we get into that state of being, all the engagement that we have in the thought process might be clear one day and then change another day, clear one day and then change another day. So or we get into the state of um, uh, confusing ourselves. So... Actually, my, the, the point that I begin with is that the, the clients know. We, we, we all know what we want. We all know vibrationally what we want. Uh, we might not have a clear idea of how to mm, get there. We might not maybe. have a belief but, that, oh, you know, that we can get there. But, yeah, that's what we're trying mm, to get back. Cool. Okay. So, um, yeah, I think I agree with you on that. It's, I think we, we get in our own way and... Um, it's mm. really important to get clear, and uh, we I think we have distracting thoughts and you know stuff that comes up resistance fear, and uh, it's really important to get deeper than just at superficial level. So yeah, it sounds like yeah. you have different kinds of yeah. tools to help you work with your clients, including inner dance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's so, a variety of tools. Yeah. So you basically what you do is you work with companies and you work with individuals, right? Yeah. Hello? Hello, yes, can you hear me? Yeah, so basically Hello. you work with clients and individuals, right? Yes, I do. And uh, so, so if listeners wish to engage with you they can read your book and um yes how yes. how does uh, they it can work find me on if they, they yeah how does it you? work so yes yes so um i am very open to co-creating and collaboration so from the very start of my 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 uh, project my work um it's always been bespoke whatever that i do is always bespoke to the to the customer so it's really high touch um and people engage with me through a var- in, in many ways um, through the reading the books, through contact, following me on on Facebook, through through actually connecting, sending me messages uh, directly on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, um, and uh, we can start you know working in that way. And so I don't have any like you know specific like set ways for how I work, and and there's no there's no fixed methodology. I have a framework, and at the end of the day, what happens is that. The the with the client something else would come up from that. That's that's my 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 premise. Mm. That's how I that's how I work. 
and with 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 uh, companies, it's the same thing, same thing. But usually, that we will have like a brief um, upfront uh, what what the you know uh, the company wants, and typically, what my customer corporate clients come to me for uh, to support their culture change uh, work, because often it's to do with trying to bring bring a future in, and trying to support a, uh, a mergers and acquisition process and a softer side of things. So not so much the, the you know, kind of the hard um, project management stuff, but more of the um, where we can actually really bring the, the human aspects, the human, the whole human being uh, in. And at a time of change, it's actually the, the greatest opportunity to do this, this kind of work. When things are not in, in change, no one wants to, to, to kind of rock the boat. But when you're forced to, when, they, when a company is forced to face that, whether it's a change of leadership, whether it's a restructure or downsizing or a merger, People have no choice but to look into it, and also there, there, there is a reason to do it because we want to create something different. And um, and so you know when I work with corporate clients, it tends to be like that. So it tends to be in 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 groups uh, and in project-based uh, type of environments. So yeah, yeah, always welcome to having conversations and collaborations. Cool. So there are different mm. ways to engage with you. So uh, tell us, yeah. um, you, I know you said your book carries themes about sexuality, spirituality, and creation. So mm. uh, what do you see is the link between sex and spirit? Oh, I actually, uh, my, my journey to uh, healing my relationship with my sexuality came because of my, my, spiritual, my spiritual journey. So I think that, uh, you know, it, it leads, it's kind of, um, people come in different strands. So some, some I, I, my, this is my opinion. Um, I think we, it's, it's just a different, different road that leads to, this, to, to a similar path. So I took the, the kind of a spiritual uh, growth perspective and personal growth perspective all the way through, all the way through, all the way through, and the, until I re- reached a, a, a block uh, to the core, which is around shame and, and guilt. And likewise, some other people might just go through life with uh, more focusing on the senses and, uh, and, and kind of um, really growing in that space and really being connected to, to, to the senses and all the way reach something where they need to connect with spirit. So there is, um, there is a, it's just a, it's a different path, but it ultimately leads to the point of unity, what I call unity, a union um, between the sex and the spirit. And, and when, when these two meet, then there's some, a profound spark that can happen uh, you know, like a, what we call a breakthrough. Um, and in our lifetimes, we have we go through these kind of experiences perhaps quite a number of times. But the but the once but once we cross that bridge, so to speak, there is no turning back. So you kind of you cannot not see what you um, uh, now see, to put it mildly. And with that, then comes another whole layer of adventure, of uh, new opportunities, of new choices. And and uh, what I have found in my experience is that. How I have been creating and how I have be, been being and how I have been living my life has been like completely, you know, born, uh, death, born, died, born and died, born and died. So, from a from a spirit perspective, I've you know lived and 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 died several times, several lifetimes in this human life because in in, in spirit uh, there is no time, there is no space. Um, the connection with sex is. The uh, how is it the, the human human side of it the human experience of it um, that's my 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 feeling 
uh, it is an act of, of creation for the human realm. It's the connection with the soul. Um, you know, it's it's what makes, uh, uh, how do you say, uh, being human um, worthwhile, to put it that way. So, you know, it's, yeah, so that's how I see the, see the connection. I see the connection is sex plus spirit, uh, you know, plus uh, creation that comes uh, from it. Um, it's to do with connecting from a ch- from chakra terms. In my, my my mapping in my head, is uh, the sacral chakra and the heart chakra, and the 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 the, the, the circling between the two, the healthy flow between the two um, uh, aspects, kind of uh, allows the full uh, flow of the of of the rest and full growth and full evolution in, in, in cycles of all the rest of the the system, all the ten bodies uh, from the Kundalini Yoga tradition, from all the you know the seven chakras that we the energy flows through. Um, I see, I see that that link and that weaving, um, and I I think that uh, I, it's not something that I study. I'm, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a sexologist. I'm you know, but for me it is, it came from uh, experience, and for other people it might come from different forms. So for me it came from from a personal experience um, that I'm uh, that I'm sharing, and um, I would not have had the courage uh, to share as openly as I have in my books. If not for uh, some level of of deep healing of of my shame and guilt, and um, and it is also largely linked to um, the fact that that my knowledge and my uh, understanding and my acceptance of my own sexuality um, was not catered for and not kind of encouraged and not allowed um, uh, in in an, in an environment where. Um, that as a topic is taboo and curiosity around it is shunned upon. Um, you know, so I think that from that perspective, everything is connected. And if we have a healthy relationship with the sex, with, 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 with our sexuality, our spirituality, then what we create is, is amazing. Um, you know, when everything is in flow, uh, what we create is just like, is, is 10 times greater than what we could have created could have created otherwise. Mm-hmm. Great. Thank you for sharing. So what you're saying is um, that uh, you were on a spiritual journey, you found that there was a block, and then you realized that this was the last frontier, which was uh, really getting connected with your sexuality. And uh, you said that... Um, yeah you see this link between our sex center and our heart center. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? I'm just yes, trying to summarize. Yeah. Yes, yes. It, amazing, Martha. You, you, you did an amazing job. So it's, it's uh, I would say, like my relationship with my sexuality rather than, than my own sexuality per se because everything is evolving. So everything is in relation to another um, that's how I see things, and I I I I see uh, um, uh, how to say relationships rather than it being me. Does does it make sense? So I see like energy. I I feel and I and I my perspective of things is around energy flowing through me, whether whether it feels good or not so good, pleasant or unpleasant, excitement or whatever. But I'm never uh, now after. The, the the journey that I've been on, I no longer feel like oh I'm so sad or I'm so you know I actually feel honestly feel and deeply feel 
this in, this intense energy that that kind of I feel the sadness flowing through. I feel this thing passing through, um, and I'm no longer attached to it, and I'm no longer clinging to it. I'm no longer wanting to you know uh, control it. And when I, every time I try to do that, or I, I uh, every time I feel pain, I catch myself that, and and I know that oh, actually I it's because I'm blocking it. I'm not allowing it to flow. I'm resisting. Um, and that's why I have these these feelings. And whenever I do consciously do that, the energy moves a lot quicker through me, and then it evolves. So I always see it as a relationship, a relationship to my sexuality, a relationship to my spirituality, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Mm, that's great. Thank you. Mm. So yeah, we have a break, and uh, we'll come back and uh, wrap up the show for the last fifty minutes. So stay tuned. of the conscious minds in the judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the chumba life is for everybody so go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. World. Home Times Radio. Your conscious lifestyle on steroids. The number one reason girls drop out of school in sub-Saharan Africa is lack of access to feminine hygiene products. The Pads for School Girls Project, an outreach of Humanity Healing International, is changing this paradigm by setting up sewing programs at schools, teaching girls a vocational skill, while producing the reusable pads that help keep them attending classes. The girls pay it forward by making and giving pad kits to other girls in need. To learn more, visit HumanityHealing.org. Humanity Healing is where your heart is. It's on us to stop sexual assault. To get in the way before it happens. To get a friend home safe. And to not blame the victim. It's on us. To look out for each other. To, to not, not look, look the other way. way. It's on us to stand up. To step in. To take responsibility. It's on us, all of us, to, to stop, stop sexual, sexual assault. assault. Learn how and take the pledge at itsonus.org. Hello, hello, and welcome to the last 15 minutes of today's show. And we are with Adele Lim, the founder of and lead catalyst of Whole Capacity. And in today's show, she talked about her two books as well as her own inner journey through, for, for instance, inner dance, the process, the work that she does working with clients as individuals and organizations to uh, go through change so that they can create the desired future together. And uh, just before the break, she also addressed the question of the link between sexuality and spirituality and creation for her. And uh, you can find her at wholecapacity.com. And of course, you can also purchase her two books. Uh, they are also available on Amazon 
live your whole capacity and love with passion and perspective. So, uh, is there anything you'd like to add, Adele? Um, I was just uh, listening into the to the um, the ad earlier, and it kind of just prompted me to to think about the the whole Me Too campaign that uh, that was going on viral on on Facebook, and um, it just like uh, brought to mind uh, as well the the, the second book um, that I wrote, Love with Passion and Perspective. And how that that dovetail into that uh, through one of my experiences with uh, recognizing where one of the reasons for for where uh, I might have held uh, shame and might have held guilt um, before from from really young from some things that you know uh, I ne- never thought would could happen uh, you know so what I have written in that in that book uh, is why I talk about this victim and perpetrator mindset and what I'm what I want to uh, invite people to 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 step into is to um, avoid the 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 blame game, so to speak, and um, to really take responsibility for our own lives. Um, because otherwise, what we do is we end up swinging from one pendulum to another, from the victim becoming the perpetrator and the perpetrator becoming the victim. And and as we move uh, in 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 this evolution uh, from you know uh, the the older ways or rather the historical ways of calling for fighting for change is uh, we, we cannot fight for change. I, you know, I feel that we, we, um, we step up to change. We invite the new, we allow the emergent to come. Um, but if, if we keep fighting, uh, what we end up fighting is ourselves. And what we end up making is the other person, so-called the perpetrator, then we become the perpetrator, you know, and they, they become the victim. So I think that that kind of uh, what I'm what I, what came to me as I was listening. So yeah, to answer your question. So what should we do then? <laughs> Let's dialogue. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but um, you know, for for me, it's it's uh, stepping. It's it's really wanting to to being able to um, envision the future that we want, and not you know. Uh, we want things to change today. These things, you know, that's why we fight for it. So, for example, we, we want uh, certain things with regards to um, the consequences of a misuse in the hate convention and how it has created a lot of um, angst among, you know, cases where there is no real uh, parental abduction, for example. Um, and we want some the law to change, yeah? And uh, we could go we could go to, down many paths, um, but you know, if we were to try to force something to to happen because we want things to change today, um, but um, we don't really, we're not able to step into the kind of of reality that that would entail. Then this change cannot really happen in a sustainable way. And even if it did shift, it did change, um, it it's not going to last. You know, so. My, my my challenge is to look beyond beyond the the uh, 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 the, the nitty gritty, so to speak. We need the nitty gritty, but to look to 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 take a bigger bigger perspective of things. Um, to look at a space where it is not led by fear, it is not led by anger. Then what will we create instead? What will we encourage instead? What kind of conversations will we have instead? Um, so to to coming from that perspective, then the way we dialogue about law, the way we dialogue 
about you know how we how we support uh, a simple example how we support uh, international families relocating. Uh, we are not going to talk, talk about oh you know uh, how much we're going to do for shipping costs and things like that, how, how much we're going to give for benefit. We will be talking very differently about how can we support a family moving internationally. What kind of things do they need to know? What kind of briefings do they need to know to maintain a, a healthy love within the family? Because it impacts everything in life. So um, that's kind of where I'm I'm, I'm dreaming uh, and 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 hoping that people would would you know would join collectively to do it because I think that these these are happy it, it is happening everywhere in pockets. Um, we and the more we can shift the narrative to not pointing fingers, and the more we can shift the narrative to uh, what is my part in this and what can I do today uh, to use myself as an instrument for change, to use myself to embody that change and to inspire that in other people. That's the, the only way I feel that is more sustainable because we're not doing it outside, we're taking it inside and reflecting it back um, uh, so that we can actually uh, um, demonstrate and inspire and become become you know kind of a mm. catalyst. So if the whole world became catalyst, imagine the whole world with no shame, no guilt, no narcissism, no codependency, you know, no addictions, no abuse. Uh, it'd be a very different place, you know. And and at the end of the day, the the the, the perpetrators, so-called perpetrators that we are, get are angry about, they are as much as a victim uh, as we are. We are all human. Um, yeah, and if we recognize true. that that fallibility of humanity. Um, there is a, a, a much, you know, different place to play for all of us, and we all have a place here, and everyone is a part of us. You know, if I take a macro view of things, that's what I arrive at. Um, and if we can, can, if we can live that with that rhythm, with a heartbeat on a day-to-day -day basis, our whole quality of life changes. That's my 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 feeling. Hmm. Great. Yeah, I think it's important to talk about these uh, things and to be in conversation with this. And uh, you are already doing this with your clients, uh, individuals and corporates. And so for listeners out there, is there anything practical? Do you have yeah, tips for do, them yeah. on how to thrive yeah. uh, in change? Yes, I think uh, um, one, one thing I would say is to, you, you need to prioritize self-care. Because you are the key instrument of change, and every instrument you need, you know, you need you need to be, you need to look after it in order for it to be effective. So you need to look after yourself. Because if you don't, then you have nothing to give, nothing to offer to the world if you're not well. So prioritize self-care in times, of, especially in times mm -hmm. of change, and then practice you know, getting back on the stream. What I call practice getting back on stream, which means that when we don't feel good, it means we're off track, off stream. It's not necessarily, you know, uh, anything else. Yeah. But more, our role then is not about to to solve that. That, that problem out there anymore is more how am I going to get myself to a better feeling place before I even think about how to solve the problem. So it's working really on, on your emotion, using your own inner guidance to work with. And then my, my always, I always say to people, you work with a change catalyst. Change catalysts have something different to, 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 to um, offer in terms of the space, in terms of what they can do. And you can recognize uh, change catalysts. They might not necessarily call themselves a change catalyst, but often people who who, who um, can facilitate uh, truth, can uh, mirror, can hold space with with you know um, and embody that in them in their whole whole being. And this is com this comes from your own resonance with the person as well. And every and we might have 
different catalysts for different different parts of our lives, you know. But always to to work with a change catalyst, um, they can work with you side by side to co-create your future that is, you know, beyond linear, beyond logical, beyond practical conditions, conditions, you know. And the change catalysts are there to be useful. They are also you to use in honor of the greater you. They are there not to be helpful, not to not to be liked by you necessarily, but um, they are there to to hold space, uh, and they are there to honor the greater you. So that's what I would say. Like my my top tips, you know, to look up yourself, focus on getting back on stream every time, even whenever you catch yourself going off stream, and to wherever you can find your change, find your catalyst that you can work side by side with and co-create your future. Mm, great. Thank you so much for yeah. that. That's um, really practical and definitely very useful to be reminded of um, the need to have support and to do a check-in to yourself, take care of yourself, and uh, to do what is necessary to be in the stream, to be in the highest vibration possible. Because... Um, how we are will affect the people around us and also the results that we will get. Precisely, precisely. I think when we recognize that we're not just a body, that we are a field, we are 10 bodies, we are massive, we are massive, 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 there is a greater honor for for you as a, as a, as a whole being. Uh, and when we recognize that, uh, the way we show up would be very different in the world because we are all here to be awesome. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so much mm. for coming on. Um, are there, are there any last words that you have for listeners? Um, I guess my favorite tagline is I always say that no matter what happens in life, never forget to celebrate who you are. That has become my 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 mantra for a while. Never forget to celebrate who you are. Mm, beautiful. Thank you for sharing. So listeners can uh, engage with you by going to your website. Your website is wholecapacity.com and Facebook is also Whole Capacity. Any other uh, shout-outs you want to have? Yeah, yes, yes. I do have uh, a, a platform that I run as well, Rawfully Whole. Uh, also, you can find it on Facebook. And I also have a platform for women to share the, their journey towards their passion. Um uh, and I, and my next broadcast is on Saturday, this Saturday. So there is a closed Facebook group for women, people who identify themselves as as women, um, to join and to um, you know uh, participate. And it's a closed group, safe space uh, for that you can hear really true, uh, honest, open sharing for of women. Uh, a lot of them are entrepreneurs. So Passion Share Fest is the group. Uh, Rawfully Whole is the other group where I talk about, uh, where it's like my, my platform as well. Thank you, Martha. Mm, great. Thank you. Mm. So, listeners, uh, stay tuned uh, next week as uh, I bring you a different guest. And in the meantime, uh, work on um, being of the highest vibration. You can change the world with that. So, yeah, goodbye and have a great week ahead. <laughs>